previously on Dread and Breakfast. Well, hey there, my name's Scout Henderson, wilderness extraordinaire. I am playing Cube. I'm part of the drama department. Technically, my real job is I'm first aid, (laughs) Uh, but that's not so much fun. Mott's has on this oversized Letterman sports bro jacket. So with each of you sits one of the different campers. Off in the distance towards the road, there is some heavy black clouds billowing out. A tornado? (laughs) A car crash. Emergency, we need fire medic at Camp Needlewood. Emergency on the road. Is this a prank? You hear your own broadcast. Needlewood, welcome to your favorite late night scary story broadcast. 96.9 The Wolf. There are some places in the world that are not of their own, but reflect how you feel. In the day when it's a little hot and muggy, when you haven't been in a proper building in weeks, when you need a break or a moment to yourself, the tiny old colonial house looks like a haven. A charming old two-story house with faded chipped blue paint and white trim. The cold air conditioning welcoming you inside and wrapping around your warm skin. Even the creaks and groans feel less threatening, but more of a reminder of age and use, like an old grandmother complaining of her aches and pains. The house is small, the hallways and rooms are narrow, the ceiling lower than modern homes, but during the day, when you need it, it feels cozy. You have seen this house like this many times. A welcoming retrieve, a place of safety and authority, a gentle invite. But that's not how it feels now. In the dark, in the cold and the storm, while you are all on edge, while you are nervous and alone, it reflects back something much darker. Fading, chipped exterior feels pale and unwelcoming. The cold wraps around the skin, clammy and heavy. Creaks become warnings, things that you cannot see, but the building feels. The small hallways, the low ceilings become tight, like a grip. You stand with the radio in front of you as the crackles of your own voices fade out of it, and all you can hear is the boom of thunder and the storm. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, I think, I think, like, there is a, at minimum, seven Mississippi second just, like, stunned silence as like Mots is just like staring at this thing and then I think he just like lets out like a oh god and starts like pacing <laughs> around the radio in like quick succession and he's just like okay um hey scout my 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 front center kicker hey scout i i need you i need you to explain something to me real quick okay can can you explain something to me real quick you heard that right 
Yes, I heard that. Okay. And so like this year, we, we like you and me and Cube and Lurch, like we found some cool radio equipment in a cool fire tower, right? Like at the old, right? right. We found that. that yeah, that I was there with it. Uh, yeah, with you for uh-huh. that. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and we started, oh, great idea. We'll do a late night radio show for the older campers, right? Like 96.9 The Wolf. Oh, right. Cool. So fun. funny. Yeah, yes. Oh, God. And uh, we broadcast that at night right telling creepy stuff that that was us that was our show and we're not up there how are we hearing that i mean i mean it i guess it's possible that somebody like recorded it or something but uh i'm 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 just as confused as you are mots i know about the woods i don't know about how all (laughs) this tech stuff works i mean if someone did record the show are are they broadcasting it from the old fire tower like is somebody up there like do we is there like is this a a prank thing like i mean but who would be here to do the prank every all the campers have left and all the other staff has left the only people that we know are here are back at the bonanza oh okay well uh uh uh, do do we what do we do Listen, I know this is concerning, but my bigger concern is whatever's going on with that fire down the road and uh, the fact that our radio isn't reaching the emergency services when we need them. Yeah, no, that's that's bad. And like, like, here's the thing. People on the road, that could be somebody's mom. Like, yeah, we got it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. Let's focus up here. What can we control in this situation? Ourselves? Um, I think that's it. <laughs> that's that's it. That's that that's literally it. Okay, so so one of us has got to go down and, and investigate what's going on with the car, and the other one of us needs to go back and tell Lori that the radio's not working, and uh, we shouldn't tell her about our radio show. But uh, I mean, no, that's bad. We, I mean, I mean. She can't fire us, right? Like, I'm going to college. Yeah, I guess maybe this is the perfect time to come clean about it now that the summer's (laughs) over. (laughs) But, I mean, Scout, it's 15 miles to the road over there. Like, we can't walk that far in the rain. But if the fire is big enough that we're seeing smoke from that far away, something bad has happened. (sighs) Okay, okay. It's fine. It's, It's first kickoff. Let's take the radio back and talk to the adults because they're adults and they can tell us to do stuff and then they We're can adults decide too bots i don't know what you're talking about i'm 18 i turned 18 last week i am still a precious child <laughs> all right well i'm older than you <laughs> do we have do we have we have like little walkie talkies right mm-hmm. okay why don't we radio down back to Lori? see if we can get through to her see what she wants us to do because we could ask groundskeeper Ted if we can take his little uh uh bobcat go-kart thing down yes. the road. Yes. Lori, this is Scout. Do you read me? Oh, um yes. Hi Scout. Uh one moment. Um uh <laughs> and uh, you hear shuffling as she like moves away. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> uh okie dokie. What's up, Scout? What what what's the the situation? Is it loud coming over the radio? It's coming in clear. I would like to listen in if I can. <laughs> yeah, she's not very good at hiding shit. Okay. Are we? Oh, okie dokie, <laughs> over. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I 
listen, there's too much interference from the storm. We can't get through to emergency services. Um, there's also, I'm seeing a fire on the road. I don't know if maybe there was a car accident or some sort of emergencies going on. Um, but we kind of have a responsibility here to go, uh, see what's going on there. Oh, oh gosh. Oh no. Oh, oh, fiddlesticks. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that is, that's not groovy. <laughs> um. Sure. Um, uh, Lottie, Lottie, can you come here for a minute? And Lottie comes over, she's like... Mom, we can hear you clear as day. You are not hiding this. Oh, dang it. And she goes ahead and explains kind of what you said, uh, just more panicked. And Lottie's like, Okay. Scout, you there? Loud and clear. All right. So my biggest concern right now is obviously trying to help out whoever that is in the accident. But also, I'm concerned this might turn into a tornado. Oh, I Mots gets on the ground and assumes the tornado preparedness position with his hands over his neck and just like in the middle of the room. Not yet, Mots. <laughs> Have you heard any of the alarms from the from from in town? No, we haven't heard any of them yet. But without having access to the radio to be able to listen in, that's something I'm very concerned about. And I know you didn't want to do this before, but I think moving the kids to the administration building that has a cellar might be our best bet. All right. I guess, yeah, if we have to hunker down, then we need to hunker down. We'll split up. I'm going to have the counselors and myself will take the kids to the administration building. Uh, the others are going to drive down to the road and see what they can do. All right, do you want us to stay here or go there? Where do you want us? Let's let's have you guys come back because I want everyone here to escort the kids. I don't want to have any kids slip out or lose them in the rain. Come back with the tarp. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the fucking tarp. <laughs> I don't want the kids to get soaked. All right, 10-4. Um, I look back at the radio. Has there been, like, any sign that anything except for our radio show is coming through like i was no i remember i was trying to like tap out sos it's just static at this point okay Mm -hmm. um all right i look at mots ready to go for another swim scout i scout i really don't like tornadoes i'm really i'm really really well there's not a tornado (laughs) yet we would hear the alarm if there was come on we gotta get all the kids here so we can go down into the cellar Oh, Mott's like stands up and hugs his oversized Letterman jacket around himself and just it's looking very sad. All right, come on. It's 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 the fourth quarter and you're down by six. If you do one more touchdown, then you're going to at least have a game and go into overtime. OK, do you think you can rally for that? Yeehaw. <laughs> start walking out. Yeehaw, Michigan, where all the cowboys actually are. Little known fact about Michigan. Look, maybe my high school team is the cowboys. You don't know. You don't know the dark lore of Mott's. (laughs) Oh, so is that why there's a little bucking cowboy on the sleeve of your your, uh, jacket? I've been wondering about that all summer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They tried to uh, get my friend to dress up as the mascot but it's like this really big mm. paper mache horse and stuff it's not the, not the cowboy the horse is the mascot it's real it's real bad is it one of those where you need like one person to be the head and one person to be the rump 
two two people in the butt actually <laughs> two Not in the butt two. it's it's one for each ass cheek <laughs> guys guys i'm sorry we gotta throw out whatever monster thing anything i had we gotta go with this as the new monster (laughs) (laughs) the double assed horse oh fuck you guys head out onto the porch and you see the same rain coming down pelting the ground each time it hits like the gravel kind of gets flung upward a little bit is it turning to hail not hail, it's just coming down so hard, like, it feels hard on you. Oh, damn. Okay. If it turns to hail, that's a sign of tornado, which is why I asked. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Here's another fun fact. You can have a storm go to a tornado in Michigan in 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, fun. Okay, let's hurry up and go, then. Why would you tell me that? We've got a basement. This is a real-life fear that I have. <laughs> I hate you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you guys grab the tarp, I believe, to wrap yourselves up. Sure do. And you go running out straight into the storm as it pelts down. Can I get a pull from just one of you? I knew this was coming. Uh, I feel like I made a pull previously, so it might be, might be your turn on this one, Mats. <laughs> I, I got you. The tower's like Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for like the middle one. Jacob is doing like an interpretive left and right dance, which I really appreciate. <laughs> doing the bob and weave. You gotta faint it out. <laughs> <laughs> I am successful. Nice. Uh, you are able to navigate around some of the potholes and Ooh. other things that could trip you up or knock you down. There's always, like, a wave of wood chips that gets washed down the hill with every big storm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, you manage to make it back to the mess hall. Some of the kids are, like, looking out the window as they see you guys just basically go barreling right in to nice, safe shelter. <laughs> that we need to leave. <laughs> yeah. Lori is, like, fussing in the corner, I think is the best way to phrase this. Um, She has, like, her hands are kind of twitchy, and she's, like, fumbling with them a bit. And you see she's, like, talking a bit to herself, like she's trying to come up with a plan or something. Uh, Lottie, on the other hand, has just taken full charge of everything. This is very common. This is a disgrace. (laughs) I will say Lottie is older than you guys, just to let you know. Uh, Lottie would be at least graduated from college age. Got you. So we like burst in and Mots is just still holding up the tarp and he's just like, all right, Cube, Lurch, let's get behind the nine ball. We, we got to go right now. Get, come on, come on, come on, kids. <laughs> Battle buddies, everybody, come on. <laughs> you look at the kids, uh... Varying degrees of nervousness. Um, probably the one who looks the most nervous right now is probably Mikey. Mikey does not look really happy with this. He's kind of like scratching at his arms. Aww. But none of the kids seem really like thrilled. But they they all like kind of awkwardly shuffle over and like get under the are you, like, holding the tarp with each of you guys holding a corner? Is that your guys' plan? Yeah. Are you also under the tarp? 
I'm already soaked. I don't give a shit. I'd, I'd put my Letterman jacket up like a hood. I don't care. I, I'm not. I'm not made of sugar. I'm. I'm fine. I'm under the tarp. <laughs> I love this concept because I imagine Lurch with the name Lurch is probably the tallest. Yeah. So with him being under <laughs> it, it tilts it at an angle, and it's that's how the water runs off. <laughs> oh, this is smart! Incredible. Oh, you know who we could put in the middle? Larry. Larry <laughs> was talking to Lottie. And they, they both kind of look at you and they nod and Chef Leray comes over. Um, he's very tall. Like, this is a massive man. We, well, we need you to be in the, the main mast of this whole ship. <laughs> Sailboat. What is this metaphor? I don't know. You stand in the middle with the kids. Keep them dry, all right? <laughs> he he gets under and it pulls it up so much because he's so tall oh, no. that, like... You guys are, like, basically pressed up against him, and there's no room for the kids. <laughs> All right. Maybe you could hunch a little bit. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Chef Larray, I got it. And I take off his 10-foot-tall chef hat. Ah, the Doug Dimmadome hat. <laughs> and you reveal underneath it a rat. <laughs> uh, so basically, Lottie's like, All right, we're going to get everyone over to the administrative building. And then those on team Firewatch, I guess, are going to go to the golf cart and check out what's going on with that fire. Uh, Lori, Larray, and Ted. So the real adults. The NPC adults. Perfect. Uh, You guys are making the trek across again. It's very dark, and basically the people in front are kind of shining flashlights down just to, like help you guys kind of see it's really slow um just you're under a tarp they're small and they can't see where they're going but they're dry at least could i offer a pull to try to get us there faster because i feel like Mats is very antsy to be back in the safe zone sure excellent mm. the bargaining begins (laughs) you did that this is you. A flash of lightning peels across the sky. No, if, if Mots dies, Mots has to die by getting crushed so I can make the joke about <laughs> apple juice. Fresh squeezed, baby. <laughs> then you'd be able to see inside her. Oh! oh! <laughs> I ain't dead yet. So yes, Mots is kind of like in the front pulling and moving people along rather quickly. But you guys eventually do get over to the administrative building. Lori, like, was kind of screaming the whole time, like a high-pitched <laughs> scream as she was running across. It's a vibe. Classic. You rush inside, and as you do, you once again hear static, and you hear it pick up uh, what sounds to be, like, a used car jingle. Oh, no. All the finest cars you could buy. Larry? Oh my god, is that Chef Larray's previous career path? <laughs> uh, the kids kind of like shake themselves off. They're they're trying their best to, you know, at least there's like light in here. That's definitely a big help. Although the air conditioning has left all of you guys feeling pretty cold. 
but Lottie kind of sighs and she moves over to the uh, radio and she kind of fiddles with it for a little bit. Come on down, though. Come on. Lots here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Uh, and she's like, I'm, I'm going to keep messing with this and see what we can get. She looks to the adults and she's like, do at least one of you guys have a walkie talkie on you? In which Ted raises his and so does Lori. And she's like, okay, I want check-ins at the very least every hour. Ooh, maybe every 15 minutes, my man. Like, ooh. I'm going to go turn off the AC. If I can, just so, just until we get warm and then, and like fully dry everyone so that. Sure. The AC is down in the cellar. Okay. That's fine. Oh, good. Uh, for the rest of you guys, they try to get you set up in what used to be the living room. There's like a desk in there and then like a couple couches that people could sit in and uh, some beanbag chairs because Lori is all about them beanbag chairs. Um, Mots will turn to lurch and be like hey do you want to go see if we can find some blankets or something for them uh yeah i guess i'm kind of cold we could use some blankets yeah sure let's go uh most likely that would be upstairs sweet scout you 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 good down here right now oh yeah okay all right so we got one going to the basement and is it two going upstairs yeah aye aye all right the uh, adults head out. They take the tarp with them to wrap around the uh... adult mobile. Adult, <laughs> the adult mobile. <laughs> Incredible. Lori actually gives Lottie a big hug before heading out, and uh, she gets down on her knees for the kids and says, "Now it's going to be all right. You can tell your parents how brave you were, and how responsible you were, and all the survival things you learned." This is just going to be a big adventure, okay? That's a needlewood spirit. (laughs) And uh, she goes ahead and she heads out with the rest of them. Let's start with uh, the basement. This is an old home, so the stairs are, like, particularly narrow and, like, steep. When you get down to the bottom, the lights aren't on down there. But there is a light switch right next to you. It's a trap. I mean, obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the light switch. Yep. You hit the light switch, a bare light bulb comes on, uh, it illuminates about half the room. Is it the half with the air conditioning unit? Yep. It's the one that connects to the furnace and the heating and cooling and everything. That's the half I care about. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's also, like, an old uh, fireplace off in the corner, too. Ooh. Does, is it, like, connected to, like, a chimney and stuff? or? Yes. Uh, there's a fireplace on every level. Oh. And it's one of those types. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Mental note, if the kids want to come down here for, like, story time or something later. And by that, I mean, if we're moving here because there's a tornado, but we don't want the kids to freak the fuck out. Hey, story time and marshmallows in the basement. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go over to the AC machine and uh, make make it not go cold now, please. Uh, as you walk in, you stop for a second as you realize you stepped into 
some water and you notice there's like kind of the stream of water coming down from the uh. chimney and like running across the tile bad okay is that that's not on the lit side of the room is it basically when you walk down the chimney is to your immediate right like on that wall and then if you go a little further it's like right on the edge of light and dark that's where the heating cooling stuff is okay spooky gotcha I'm not just describing my grandparents' old uh, I was gonna I was ask. gonna say, this sounds inspired by... <laughs> Alright. Um, okay, okay. I'd like to go to the chimney and close the flue, because I think that's probably the problem. I'm a drama boy. I'm not a handyman. Uh, give me a pull. Ooh! Ooh! That's fun. It's... It's getting a little, like, lopsided, <laughs> though. I'm doing a pull. I'm going. You can't stop me. <laughs> it's fine. Look at that. You reach in. There's a whole lot of, like, rusty metal levers in here. Oh, delightful. <laughs> uh, you end up, like, kind of pulling. You have to brace your foot up against the chimney as you do. And eventually you hear a creak. There is a whole bunch of dust and, like, soot that falls down, and something moved. You don't know if that's what you were really going for, but you have caused change to the fireplace. <laughs> I, you know, I'll take it. You've released the soot ghost. <laughs> I don't like that. You know, good enough. I came down here for AC. This is just bonus. I'm gonna go jog my way over to uh to a big big machine and and hit the fun button that says uh turn cold off please turn cold off you're right that is exactly how the machine is uh labeled and looks it says uh correct temperature and one that says wrong temperature what's it at right now uh the wrong temperature oh i would like to hit the correct temperature button (laughs) You fiddle with it a little bit, kind of like you've seen your dad do, and uh, it sounds like the fans at least have stopped. You don't know if you turn the heat on, but at the very least, it doesn't seem like there's any more cold air getting pumped out. Neat. Is there is there anything else in this basement that looks rife for uh, noodling around with? You do see that there's, like, farther back, there's definitely, like, some shelving and stuff. Um, You're not entirely sure what is in there. You don't see another light switch, but you do think there might be another hanging light. Am I usually not allowed down here? No. Oh, and she's away. Hmm. Well, when the cat's away... I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go look at stuff. I'm gonna go poke things. I want to touch. The it. side quest begins. So you slap the wall a whole bunch uh, <laughs> with the peeling wallpaper and that kind of stuff. Turn on until eventually you find a light switch that you flick, which brings another low-hanging light bulb uh, flickering on. As you see. This basement makes kind of like an L shape, like it's only a partial basement. Okay. And that L part of it, there's like a whole bunch of shelves just fully stocked with food. Like cans and like a lot of these. Probably enough you could feed the whole camp for like a summer. I mean, that's that's excessive. This is giving me big, um, 
prepper energy and I don't love it. I would like to I would like to look at the labels on some like I'd go up to some food and like look at a label. I just want to see expiration date cuz that'll give me an idea of like when they bought this, like are they keeping this up to stock? Like what's going on here? There's a mix of expiration dates. Some of it is definitely expired. Okay. Okay. Woof. Well, I mean, as long as this isn't what they're feeding us right now, this is like the emergency supplies or whatever. That's fine. It's all dusty, so you don't think so. Okay, that's fine. Um, hmm. Is there anything in the boxes? Can I, can I poke around? Sure. You do find a lantern. Ooh. Uh, that seems to have some battery charge to it. Taking that with me. You also find a compass. Okay. Ooh. I'll also, I mean, I'm taking all these things. This is just, this is just goodies. I figured. This is my severance package for the camp since <laughs> this is my last year, you know? Aww. Other than that, you find, like, cooking supplies, that kind of stuff. Uh, you do find a single flare, and that's about it. Now it's dread and breakfast. I Flares know. are involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, well, I'm definitely going to take that, because that's, that's a fun fire stick. That, like, that could distract the kitties for <laughs> who knows how long. Yes, let's light up a flare inside the administrative colonial building. Why not? You can't give Fabrice fireworks. It won't end well. <laughs> uh, as you are walking out, mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to make a poll for me. Ooh, Ooh, I love it. Ooh, wait, what happens if I refuse? Oh, Ooh. consequences. Decisions, decisions, decisions. No, I'll make the poll. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Danger. Oh, oh! That is not a good looking tower. Oh, no. I think it's fine. Oh, it's fine. That's upsetting. I mean, you know, that's just that's just what that's just how I roll. The Fabrice special. Let's yeah. <laughs> As you are heading uh towards the stairs, you hear uh, do you leave all the lights on? Hmm. That is a question. Let me think. I, well, nothing spooky's going on. This is fine. I'm just going to turn the lights off and head back upstairs. I'd, yeah. I'm not going to be wasteful with electricity. You turn the lights off and you start to head upstairs. And you hear what sounds like someone bumping into the Oh, shelf. no. I turn around and shine my flashlight. That's, that's a weird sound. Um... You don't see anything, except one of the boxes looks like it's been knocked over. Bad. Huh. Well, that's weird. I'm, uh, I'd go back and, you know, look at the look at the box. You go back? Uh, you look in that box. It is one of the ones that was full of, like, a bunch of cooking utensil stuff. So it's got, like, a utility spork kind of thing. <laughs> okay. And, like, a mini uh, stove thing, like the little ones that are filled with gasoline that you like light and put a pot on top of there's a couple pots and stuff oh yeah Yeah, yeah. and there's also you didn't see this before um but there is a very large knife in there oh like almost machete length oh Oh, no it looks like it's supposed to be a mixture of like for utility and then also like cooking and stuff okay okay why do we have this at a summer camp it's a carving knife uh, she's a prepper, apparently. I don't know. You know, I'll just take this box with me. It clearly wanted to come along, you know? Oh, no. uh, okay. 
actually think that's the wise decision. If there's like some random thing happening here to take away the thing that could be a weapon. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that's fair. <laughs> that's a good point. You know what? This is fun. I I'm going shopping. What uh, what <laughs> dinner strikes my fancy? I'm because you know I'm getting a little hungry. I might be a little peckish. Uh, I've got this, clearly this cooking supplies wanted to come with me. It must be fate. I should be making a meal for the children. All right. You see a can that has thrilled children all throughout this great country of ours. You find several cans of the Lord Chef Boyardee. Yes! yes! <laughs> and they're not even expired. Amazing. I take those, I put those in the box, and I uh, do a skip and a jaunt upstairs. Let's hop over to the upstairs uh, team. Hey. It's me, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the stairs are very similar, but for you guys, they go up. Uh, There's no railing. The ceilings are pretty low. I would say at the highest, they're like six foot. Oh, Lurch. (laughs) Oh, how you doing, bud? I'm used to it. You are indeed. You guys make it up the stairs, and there are four rooms here. There is what used to be the master bedroom, which Lori actually stays in. There's another bedroom that, you know, Lottie stays in. Uh, And then the other two, you assume, are converted for office and storage space. Cool. I think probably Lori's bedroom, right? Because I'm not not messing with Lottie. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like a place there would be lots of soft, warm blankets. Yeah. Uh, You go ahead into Lori's bedroom. Uh, It's small. There is a fireplace in it. Uh, You do hear, like, a weird noise in that fireplace. (laughs) Like, metal grinding against metal for a second. (laughs) I wonder. (laughs) But you don't hear anything else as you guys kind of look around. Uh, The bed has several very large quilts on it. Bingo. There's also a, like, chest at the end of the bed, uh, a dresser, a vanity set, uh, most of this looking like it's some of the, like, original furniture from the house. That's cool. I love that. Uh, there's also a lot of junk. She is not a clean person, and it's like a bunch of knickknacks and stuff that you think she has scoured every single garage sale in the world. Joshki Think, like... Howl's Moving Castle, Howl's Room, but, Ooh, like, shittier. Fuck yeah. Any uh, one-legged dolls? No. Potentially haunted no, and or no, unhaunted? No. No, we can't. There are there are a set of dolls that are off no. to the side, like the old-fashioned porcelain ones. No. Cute. No. No, we can't. How many legs? No. <laughs> uh, from this angle, you think they have all their legs, but it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> disappointing uh um mots will like start taking a couple quilts like start folding up some of those hey lurch do you want to see if you can find like i don't know like a like a game or, or something like she's got a lot of stuff up here just for like to entertain the kids i can i can start getting some of these well yeah um sure and i i grab whatever quilts closest and wrap myself up in it and start <laughs> perusing the junk nice you wrap yourself up in uh one of the quilts and start like looking around i'll give you an option so 
there's one thing you can get for one pull. Ooh. And you can get that plus something else for two. Ooh. Get the resource. But there's a resource. <laughs> How many pulls for a doll? No. I already told you about the dolls that were there. Okay, so free doll? You can't get a free doll. <laughs> oh, shit. Alicia, this has real life consequences for me. <laughs> I-, I take one free doll, please. <laughs> sure, you grab one that's in like a ruined wedding dress. God damn. One that actually is in my house right now, Marissa. Shut the fuck up. I want it on camera right now. What the fuck? What the fuck? Are there pictures? Amazing. Uh, But you, sure, you grab one with a ruined wedding dress and like a yellow tinted veil. Neat. Uh, I'm going to just grab that like, you know, loosely by the arm dangling behind me. Uh, And I'm also going to make let's start with one pole and see how this goes all right all right you got it you're you're cut you're historically very good at pulling things. bob and weave bob and weave <laughs> yeah and we're gonna do two poles that was easy we're gonna do another <laughs> all right <laughs> all right all right jacob oh if you just keep going straight down this line my guy you got this <sighs> all right resources please So with the first one, you opened up that chest that's at the end of the bed. Uh, You do find more quilts and stuff in there. You know, this woman has so many blankets and things. You don't know what she could possibly use them for. Uh, But as you do, you kind of like look down and you notice there's some paper sticking out from under the bed. Ooh. I investigate immediately. Yeah, you reach down and you look under the bed and there's a lot of paper under there. Oh, shit. Is she committing tax fraud? (laughs) Can I grab the closest one and see what's up? Yeah, you uh, pull it out and it's an overdue bill for uh, the electric. Oh, Oh, no. Yeah, don't care. Uh, anything else cool down there? Uh, you keep digging around, kind of looking through these papers. There's one that looks like it's from a college. Oh? And you start, like, kind of skimming through it, and it looks like they're talking about some issue with the water in the lake. Oh, no. You don't understand all the chemicals that are listed in it. Oh, no. But you definitely do understand when it says unsafe for human consumption. Oh, no. Is that where our drinking water comes from? You don't know. Oh, okay. That's probably not where it comes from, then. Yeah, Ooh. definitely not. Uh... She wouldn't do that to us. She would. Have you you've met her? I, I'm just trying to remember the last time I replaced my life straw. Don't think that exists yet. Oh, oh shit. Rick, it's the 80s! <laughs> no! Scout, when you're older, I hope you're okay. <laughs> I wish good things for you. <laughs> well, the only way to find out is to keep going and- until I get there. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely going to happen. Okay, listen, just because I died in like every story in season one, we're done with that now. Wait, you didn't die in the bird one. It's true. I ran the bird one. But you didn't die in it either. <laughs> uh, that was that was one poll. You keep digging in. Uh, you also find a couple angry letters from parents just complaining about various things. It seems like anything that she doesn't want to deal with gets put under the bed. Huh. Cool. Um... Hey, uh, Mott, I mean, look at, look at what I found. It's like, 
It's like a doll, but like a sad bride. Oh, God. And oh, God. Oh, creepy. Oh, like, God. it's kind of. It's like kind of cool, right? No, it's not. No, it's bad. That that's 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 bad. Speaking of bad, I'm freaked out. <laughs> some college seems to think like the lake's poisoned or whatever, and Chris's mom is mad at you. And <laughs> wait, I don't wait. know. There's just like a whole bunch of stuff here under the bed. What, Chris? Like Chris from last season? Why was Chris's mom mad at me? Chris and I were tight. Because you uh, apparently taught him a. Uh, wrong rule about sports backing and it <laughs> cost them a scholarship at oh. at a high school or something. So the drinking water's unsafe? That's <laughs> that's, that's messed up. We we have to we go swim laps in Copper Creek like all the time. Like I like look at my skin. <laughs> uh it it's still attached. For now. <laughs> I mean great. Uh is that from like like this year? Uh, you look for the date. It looks like it was from right before summer started. Cool and good. We love it. Brody. I, okay, so we're taking that down. Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe the hypothermic children come first, but. Yeah, no, there's no, There's a lot sure. of cool stuff up here, too, that we haven't explored yet, too. So maybe, maybe we find another doll and then the quilts and then hey, the Lurch. water thing. Hey, Lurch. Yeah. I really appreciate your enthusiasm and passion for doll craftsmanship <laughs> that's gnarly right now i'm not touching that. <laughs> no, it's more just like it seems creepy like it might be haunted or something see I, now i know like we do that cool late night radio show 96.9 the wolf Awu. Awu. Awu! <laughs> but and, but that doesn't mean that like spooky stuff is our whole personality. Also, hey, speaking of that though, Scout and I heard ninety six point nine The Wolf Ow on the radio earlier. Like, dang, that's like pretty cool. Like, was it a good one? Yeah, it was. It was the one where you were talking about that little girl. It was really rad. But no, no, no. But but we we don't. We can't record that. That just gets broadcast. It's a radio show. Do you know how that could happen? I mean, like, science or something? <laughs> they seem to got the radio thing figured out by now. And by now! They even got it with <laughs> pictures sometimes now. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know how it works. <laughs> Look, I know I, I should probably just take a chill pull or whatever, but, like, I'm just worried you, that... You got some? <laughs> drugs, 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 drugs. Yeah, can I look around for some some dank weed in Lori's room? <laughs> well, with that other pole <laughs> that uh, Jacob did, you look on Lori's vanity and you see a lot of prescription pills. Oh no, Lori. This discovery I keep secret. <laughs> That's probably fair. Look, sorry, I I have like six quilts. I think that's enough. Yeah, I mean, there's I think four children. Last I checked, do we check? Has anyone got a count on the the children? <laughs> thwack, thwack, thwack. Scout, you have four shivering, cold, and rather 
nervous oh, oh, children. Oh, don't you worry you. about that because Scout Henderson, wilderness extraordinaire, is also a uh, camp song aficionado extraordinaire. <laughs> so we are um, we are singing the songs that we sing around the campfire. Um, one of which goes. <clears throat> There once was an Austrian that was climbing so high when along came a cowboy interrupting his climb. And this just has been continuing for the past 20 minutes. Oh my god. That's amazing. As you are uh doing this, Brandy is definitely the one who has been giving it like most of her all. Oh yeah. Um, the other kids are like, they're singing. Mikey is singing, but you notice that he like, he keeps glancing out one of the windows pretty nervously. Like he's like looking for something and like, he's, he's not super enthusiastic about the whole thing. He's just kind of like going through the motions. Um, I think, uh, with each one, like Scout kind of like plays to him a little more and tries to like really get him engaged um it's a long song and there are a lot of characters <laughs> that are uh encountered on this climb through uh the alps the alps yes as the austrian is climbing <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah you keep trying he seems distracted like he's just he's doing like claps but they're like the fake claps where you don't actually make any noise okay um, I think the song ends and I look over at Brandy and say, Brandy, can you, uh, you leave the funky chicken, right? Okay. <laughs> you, you got it. She puffs up. She's so excited. She's in charge. <laughs> so as Brandy is leading this next song, I kind of like pull Mikey aside and I'm like, Hey, Mikey, what's up? What's going on? Mikey doesn't move from his spot. He's still like trying to stay right by the window and he like looks back at you and he looks back out and he says, um, there's a man in the woods. Yeah, we, we, we sent some of the other uh, yeah, adults to go, uh, you know, check out, see what's happening down on the road. Uh, it's probably just groundskeeper Ted or something. He, like, looks out the window again like he's not necessarily buying it, but he kind of nods. I look out the window. You see a man in the woods. <laughs> okay. He's standing at the edge of the woods. He is tall and lean. And from this distance, you can tell that he is wearing a trench coat and a hat. But you can make out no more features than that. <sighs> okay. Um, I... That's a parent. <laughs> it's, it's it's a parent, right? Um, hey, Mikey, why don't you? you uh, I'll. I, I bet this is just uh, Johan's uh, parent. Why don't you you go join join the, the the songs? And I like usher him away from the window, and uh, I call onto my walkie-talkie. I call on like I just call onto the walkie-talkie to the other like three counselors. Hey, y'all. Um. I think I'm seeing one of the parents, but they're in the the woods. Um, like by groundskeeper Ted's home. Uh, kind of close to there. Uh, I I might just like peek my head out and, and see if it's a parent, because if it's a parent, you know, they probably want to come in from the rain. Are they just watching the house? They're not like walking up. 
Um, I feel like they'd be walking up if they were a parent, right? Maybe. Uh, I think he's just standing there. Yeah, you're right. Hey, well, whatever you do, wait for one of us to come back. Like, Lurch, Lurch and I are heading down. Am I? Is, uh, God, is this in the middle of my, my rummaging through the basement? Or am I, was I, like, about to start doing that? I'll say, as you're coming up, mm. this is basically happening around the same time, because that was a long song. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, why don't you get Lottie to, uh, maybe just lock the door. You know? Just in case. Okay. Uh, is Lottie here still? Yes, she's at the radio. Oh, okay. Um, hey, Lottie, would you mind locking the door? Uh, why? There's, um, there's a, a mysterious figure out near the edge of the woods. You know, it's probably fine, uh, but I don't know if- I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Look for yourself! <laughs> and I, like, gesture to the window. She, she comes over and looks out and she's like, I mean, that's gotta just be, like, a stump or something, right? A stump? With a hat? <laughs> I mean, like, it's dark, you know? It could be like a branch laying across the, st- you know? Well, then it doesn't hurt to lock the door. I mean, yeah, I, I guess. Sure, I'll I'll lock it. You can tell she's unnerved, too, but she's, like, trying to stay more calm with this and reasonable. She, like, looks at it for a little bit longer and then walks away. And it's just not moving? Oh, then it's definitely a stump. No sane person would stand in the pouring rain and the edge of the woods. In an electrical storm? Huh. It's a stump. Oh, I hate that. As you're, like, kind of staring out the window at what appears to be a man in the woods, you hear one of the kids, like, kind of yell and, like, shove. And something hits the ground. No. Oh. Uh, I, like, I turn around to, uh, to see what's going on with the kids. Um, it looks like Freddy just pushed Brandy away. Oh. Hey, guys, we don't, we don't hit. Oh, you're saying this as you're coming into the room? Yeah. Well, she did it first. It doesn't matter. You don't hit. That's never a good response. Come on now. We know this. Oh, what? Because she's a girl. No, you shouldn't hit anyone. Mm, I can't say that to you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, just because the session's over doesn't mean camp rules don't still apply. You're still at Needlewood, so we still treat each other with Needlewood respect. You see Brandy, she's like, I didn't touch him. And Freddy's like, yes, you did. Mm. All right, all right. Why don't, Freddy, why don't you go over uh, to that beanbag over there? Brandy, why don't you come over to this one? Just to, like, separate them and diffuse whatever. Yeah, they, they move to separate sides. They're both pretty upset about it. Brandy seems very indignant about this whole thing. And she looks up to you and she's like, I didn't do anything. It's, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. There's no problem here. We're just gonna chill out and hang out for a little bit, okay? She doesn't look happy with that, but she sits down. Hey, do you want to show me those new knots you were working on? You could see she's, like, trying to still be mad. <laughs> but she, like, really wants to show off. I pull out, like, a coil of rope that I have, like, on my carabiner, like, attached to me at all times. Eh? Well, if I have to sit here, she'll take it and start messing with it uh, as she ties you new knots. And around that time, the two of you guys can come downstairs. Hey, we got blankets. Who wants the red one? 
Johan takes one of them and he kind of sniffs it and he's like, this smells like mothballs. It smells like history. <laughs> History's gross. <laughs> As Lurch comes down with this gross ass doll. <laughs> yeah. And you see like fucking Mikey looks at that doll terrified. Yeah. And the rest of you see Lurch with a doll with a wedding dress. I mean, this isn't an everyday thing, but like, I don't know, Lurch with something weird. Is that really that weird? A guy named Lurch with some random thing? <laughs> Mots just goes around handing blankets and he just is like, I couldn't stop him. It was in his hands and I just, I, I, could, I couldn't stop it. I mean, I mean, it seems like it'd be good uh, research for, you know, our little, uh, you know, project. Are any of these kids old enough to listen to 96.9 The Wolf? Au. Au. Yes. Brandy and Johan. They're both eagles. Okay. Because we, we would like sneak out like once a week to the old watchtower and like do a late night radio show at like what, like 9 p.m. or like something like that? Later than that. More like 11. Yeah. Oh, rad. Okay. Like 11 to midnight, that's the show. Yeah, because I don't know if you've ever done summer camps. They do stuff pretty late. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think I think at the mention of 96.9 The Wolf, Awu, Awu. Mats, <laughs> is still a little uneasy. Like, visibly, like, shoulders curving inward, like, a little, like, off-put. Yeah. But, like, we'll try to, like, put on a face for the kids and be like, yeah, I mean... You know, it might not be a bad idea to do one one last episode live and in person, like like a live show. As you're handing out these blankets, you're like talking to people and stuff, right? Yeah. Would you say that you're a little bit distracted? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like yes, <laughs> because I'm I like half of my brain is in camp mode and another half of my brain is in tornado mode and then a third half of my brain in a in a feeling i know very well is on just doll alert like <laughs> where is the doll in proportion to me so i can avoid it <laughs> so as you're handing out stuff you're just kind of like each of the campers you walk up you hand a blanket you walk up you hand a blanket like you're you're barely looking at them just kind of handing them stuff but for a second you you have to like pause. No. And you're no. like, did you hand a blanket to Brandy twice? No. <laughs> and you look back and no, you just see Brandy with one. I grabbed six blankets and there are four children. Mm -hmm. How many blankets do I have? Uh, like still in your hand? Yes. Just one. Why'd you give Lurch a blanket? I didn't. Lurch grabbed his own. What? I mean, clearly you gave it to Scout, right? Right, Mots? Say yes. Mots, his whole posture goes from this, like, anxious, inwardly drawn to, like, stick straight. And he's just like, hey, counselor meeting, counselor meeting, counselor meeting, at the top of the stairs, counselor meeting. All right, uh-huh, counselor meeting. And we'll just start walking towards the stairs. Okay. All right. Count counselor meeting, what what's going on? Do you grab Lottie or not? Because she went back to the radio. I think Mats is in a bit of a tizzy, so I don't think it would dawn on him to grab Lottie for this. I think it's just, like, us four. Um, but so we, like, huddle, like, at the, like, base of the stairs or whatever. 
and I'm holding the blanket as if it is like the piece of evidence in whatever 1980s true crime hit at the time. <laughs> whatever. Dun, dun. Um, hey, 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 team. Hey, we are on the wrong field. There is some things that are. It's. I had six blankets, and I hold it up. I had six blankets. Okay. Now you have one blanket. I handed out five. I know I handed out five. I'm one short. Lurch found a thing that said that the, the Copper Creek is unsafe and we're all gonna die. There's there's a dude in the woods. Like something something is really wrong here. Mots, it, it's it's okay. Don't don't worry. I found a ton of food in the basement. We can just hold up in here for like ever, pretty much. Hey, my man. Great, love it. That doesn't explain why in this house a blanket has gone missing. Maybe one of the kids grabbed another one? Or like, maybe you just didn't count good? No, Lurch, Lurch, I count great. I'm great at numbers. I'm great at numbers, okay, Lurch. Okay, alright, alright, no, alright. No, 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 you're great at sports. Now that's a valid point. Listen, it's a... It's I'm a- not really good at sports. This is my brother's jacket. I'm, I'm a member of the chess team. It's all a lie. Wait, wait, what? What? It's all a lie. Hold on. You're telling me that you aren't good at sports? How can this be? But, Mots, we always don't ever see you doing sports. And you're always accurate in your metaphors. You always tell us about how you're too good to play in the sport game that we're playing currently. Even when it's just like tag. <laughs> it, it, I, I'm a liar and I'm sorry and that doesn't matter. I know I've deceived you. I'm really, I'm also great at acting. Listen, <laughs> something's messed up. So wait, if you're lying about sports, maybe you're lying about how many blankets you took. No, no, I love numbers. <laughs> it was six. All right, all right. This is a really stressful situation and in stressful situations, it's tempting to just start catastrophizing, but we got to focus on what can we control and what can we do about the situation to make it a little bit better. I can make us Chef Boyardee. (laughs) (laughs) The kids are all safe. We've got plenty of blankets. The air conditioning's off. Um, Whatever's outside is still outside. Yes. For now, anyway. Um, Lottie pokes her head in and she's like, um... Are you guys using the walkie-talkies right now? Oh, no. No. <laughs> Why would we be using the walkie-talkies? We're all standing together. I'm I'm just asking because you're coming through on the radio? Well, that's bizarre. Come again? I run, I run out to the radio. I, I grab all these fools and I run to the radio. You run to the radio uh, and you hear more sputtering. And you hear all of your guys' howls for the wolf, and it just loops, and it loops, and it loops, and then it statics. So that's got to be broadcasting from the fire tower, right? But we're Uh, not up there, Cube. How are our voices coming out of there? It's not cute. I don't love this. Lottie walks over to the radio and she lifts up for you guys to see the extension plug. It's not plugged in. <gasps> cool! No! Great! Oh! No. It's battery operated. Uh, she shakes her head. 
Your mom has a magic radio? Okay, but what do we do about this? I sit down on the ground and assume the tornado preparedness position. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Mott's out. I'm doing what I can control. (laughs) You hear the sound of kids fighting. Oh, goddammit. All right. Scout, you want to help me with the kids? We gotta... Yeah, sure. Okay. Or or do you... Or, or Scout, do you need a minute? I mean, I'm a little freaked out here. I don't know what's happening. And, uh, you know... uh, try to keep an open mind about things but this is really bizarre okay so maybe you stay here because if you're freaked out that might not help with the kids lurch you want to come help me yeah i guess i might as well break up one more fight (laughs) yeah we can do that and then hey i'll make us some chef boyardee yes let's do that from the ground like muffled into the floor as you walk off Mots is just like Oh my god, the stories are true. The stories are true. This place is haunted and we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. Oh my god. Lottie's trying to call me. She's like, listen, it probably just is battery operated and I don't know about it, okay? I don't know this thing that well. Mots, I thought you were about to say that, like, Mots is just going, one plus one is four. Or, like, one plus one is two. <laughs> two plus two is four. Four plus four is eight. Honestly, that's better. While this is happening, like, Scout is, like, standing with her arms crossed, just kind of, like, staring at the floor or, like, into the middle distance, just, like, trying to, like, racking her brain, trying to think of, like, what do I do? Because for the vast variety of survival situations that she is prepared for, this is not one of them. Aw, damn, what's my ghost procedure? (laughs) Yeah. What's the ghost (laughs) procedure? (laughs) Uh, you guys walk in, Cube and Lurch, and you see the three boys are uh, yelling at Brandy. No. Oh, uh, guys, this is a bad look. Brandy's just yelling, I didn't do anything. I literally, I've been sitting here <gasps> oh, tying no! knots. <laughs> I haven't done anything. And all three of the boys are like, no, she's been hurting us. She's been like shoving us and stuff. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna play a game now. All right, and the game is called Four Corners. It's where everybody goes and sits in one of the four corners of this room, and I make Chef Boyardee in the middle, <laughs> and Lurch and I watch you guys because you clearly can't behave on your own, and that's just what's gonna happen now. Cool. Brandy's sitting there, and she looks really indignant and she looks to you again she's like I didn't do anything this isn't fair they're all picking on me okay Brandy sometimes life is not fair and it sucks and isn't good but this might be one of those times I just don't want to be in trouble for stuff I didn't do no one's in trouble we're just all playing a fun new game so after um, some time of puzzling, Scout like looks up suddenly and then dashes over to the window and cups her hands around her face so that she can like really look into the woods to see like what she can see. The man is no longer in the woods. He's closer. Shut mm. up. No. Fuck. <laughs> is he still standing still? Oh, yes. But you can pick up a little bit more detail. Hate it. I shine my flashlight out at him. <gasps> Is that a pull? Is that a pull? This feels like a pull. Shh, shh. No, it's not a pull. It's just a flashlight. <laughs> it is a pull. Wow. Thanks, Marissa. If I die on this, it's your fault, no. not me. No, I would feel bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 okay. 
shine that light through the window just to, like, I want to get a good look at this thing. You shine your light out, and like I said, it surprises you the fact that he is much closer and reflected back. You can see that this man is wearing these circular red glasses, like red as in the whole thing is red. It's the moth man. Yeah. (laughs) Is this the moth? (laughs) No, it's not the moth man. (laughs) Uh, You see he is wearing this long trench coat of some sort of leathery material. You see he is wearing a long, like, pinkish scarf. And he has this large hat on that is casting most of his face in shadow. You, you, you know what? I love the I love a villain that knows how to accessorize. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, I okay. Scout goes into like, how do you deal with a bear mode? And she <laughs> opens the window and starts like yelling at it and like making noise to scare it. Oh shit! It. He's a human person. I don't know about that. Hey, hey. Whatever you are, go away! And she's, like, waving her hands over. Like, she pulls open the screen, too, and is, like, leaning out the window and, like, just trying to, like, scare this thing away. Like, like seem big and seem intimidating. And she's, like, flashing the light at it, like, trying to get it to... to... Scout, what are you doing? I'm... Uh, there's just a bear. I'm, it's fine. Go go back into the, the, the living room and help out with the ravioli. Hey, go away, you bear! Get away! You notice as you open it up and start yelling as the light from outside spills out. It's holding something. A long black cable. Oh, the backup generator. And it grasps it in both hands and in one strong, swift motion pulls it apart (gasps) as the whole house plunges into darkness. What the There is the bang of thunder and lightning as you see the man reflected out there still. And then there is a loud crashing noise as the tree nearby illuminates with this bright light. And it falls. (gasps) It falls at the house. Each of you have one thing you can do before it hits the house. I, I grab a child and run the opposite way. Yeah. Yeah. And I scream, Timber! <laughs> Nearest to Scout is Brandy. I, I, I you grab, better be quick. I grab Mikey and I, I duck into like the stairs going down in the cellar. Cube, time's clicking. Johan, let's oh, go oh, into oh, the cellar. Oh, Come oh, on. And I grab my uh, box of things. Lurch. Yeah, I grab Freddy and it's like, I guess we're running. You manage to dive into the basement with the children as the tree comes crashing down into the area you were just standing. I'm going to need a pull from everyone. Uh, I'm going first because I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I'll go last. This motherfucker. How did he just... That's like an electrical cable. That's not meant to just do a rip. They're really strong, though. Yes, they are. Okay, success. All right. Here goes me. Oh, my God. Did any just, like, fucking... It's fine. It's fine. That's not fine. That's not fine. That's not fine. That's not... 
right, Mots, you go. Okay, You're next. Okay, okay, okay. I'll go last. All, there is no good spot for me to pull right now, though, is the thing. There is no There's fine. It's good fine. Spot. You can go right there. I don't... You can just go right no, there. No, I'm going to go over here. Just pick that spot. No, I'm going over no, here. No, no, no. Don't do I it. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that one? Come Thank on, Cube. You. I'm, I'm All right. really sorry. I'm a wizard, Jenga. Uh, are you? Uh, no, but I'm a wizard. A game that's legally distinct, uh, yet similar to. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. I made it so bad. It's all good. I made it so bad. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Here we go. Almighty. All right, that, baby. That is. It is balancing on a single fucking block at the bottom. <laughs> <sighs> As the tree hits all of you kind of trip and push your way into the cellar. The wood and the ceiling splinter and break and crack apart as it rains down. The wood from the cellar door actually splinters in as part of it gets hit by the wood. Ah, piss. And all of you find yourselves in the basement in the dark. And that's what we're going to end for tonight. Thank you for listening to Dread and Breakfast. This episode sponsored by uh, Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee. Yes. <laughs> Guess what? You didn't save the no, Chef Boyardee. No. Hello, everyone. Bob here, wanting to give you a big thanks for listening to Dread and Breakfast. I also want to give a huge thank you to our dreaded Alicia. She also created the beautiful artwork that you see for this special in between episodes story. And you can find links to more of her stuff on our website, dnbpod.com. You can also find links to all of our cool stuff, including our sound credits, content warnings, and other general chaos on our social media. Follow us on Instagram, we're dnbpod. Twitter is at dread and be fast, and Tumblr is at dread and breakfast. Please tell your friends uh, about the show and leave a review. It's how the show grows. And we will see you guys in two weeks for another installment of this spooky camp adventure. <laughs>